everybody. Welcome to episode five of Spike Drop. Oh, man. I want to say tactical crouch every time. It's weird. I got a new camera angle. It's wider. I think I like it, though. Oh, Joe, you're muted. Oh, I know. Oh, why are you? I'm just typing in. I don't want to bother I see you mouthing stuff. I know. Just being an idiot. Why? As per usual. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't contributing see, literally anything, trust me. <laughs> see how he how he played it off? Yeah. yeah. Well, Joe, you're muted. Yeah, but uh I totally didn't intend to talk. Roost you. Got him. <laughs> the double. Jeez. Anyways, welcome to episode five of Spike Drop. We're a Valorant <laughs> podcast talking about all sorts of topics right now. Um focusing on the competitive side of things, but we you know, we talk about anything. We, uh, well, are, are those all facial I'm thinking out loud. Yes. Expressions just to get your power rankings is not that difficult. <clears throat> it's not that difficult. Let me tell you right now. Uh, but Hey, welcome. Uh, before we get started, uh, uh, if you like the show, you can watch the show live on Fridays at noon at twitch.tv slash kick tripod. We are really close to that partner on Twitch. Uh, so every concurrent viewer does help. It's probably the best way right now to support the show. Um, we also got brand new emotes for the channel. They're really cool. So if you've got a Twitch prime sub hanging around, it's totally free to do. And if you don't, it, you know, it's a, it's a great way to support the show as well. If you're like, Hey, I really want to support you guys. It's a great way to do it. Twitter.com slash spike drop and YouTube at bit.ly slash spike drop YT. Another great way to support the show for, uh, for free is to subscribe to that channel there so we can get to the number of subs we need to get our own uh, customizable link so I don't have to keep using the bit.ly link. And the show is everywhere on all your podcast outlets as well. All right. That's it. Um, I guess we just go to the next thing. What do we, uh, what do we, what do we want? What do we have? What do we have this week? What well, we, we have, have a cheating problem. Week? Do we have a cheating problem? I, I, with the amount of like effort and like resources they've put into this anti-cheat and like putting it at like the deepest, darkest secrets in your computer that you don't talk about at parties. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working too good. <laughs> Has it really been that be bad? Like I've, I, I think it's. I, I don't think it's. It has, yeah. I don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out to seem. But I think it's like overblown by the fact that Bryant's just like, "Hey guys, we're gonna pay you if you can cheat," and then everybody's cheating. It's just like, well, well, fuck. I guess I'll, I'll that's not as good. <laughs> top ranks are actually it's it's rough. It's pretty like, bad. If you're in a Valorant game or an immortal high immortal game, you probably have a cheater in that game. Jeez. It's this so bad, yeah. my my question is though is how much is this a concern in beta where it is very much a a great opportunity to like fine tune that system mm-hmm. as well like the 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 anti cheat it's it's weird right because they they marketed it kind of weirdly um but I think a lot of people took that marketing to be you won't be able to cheat in this game. Yeah, which obviously was never going to be the case. Where the ultimate, I think the ultimate goal is to remove cheaters as quickly as possible and make the barrier to cheating so high that after a while it just becomes not worth it. Mm. 
Um, yeah, I don't. It, it sounds like even the way that Valve approaches like banning cheaters isn't like removing them as quickly as possible. So much as it's like honey trapping them and trying to get like big swaths of people rather than just like getting one person out at a time. You're trying to kind of eliminate the cheat rather than like the people who are cheating um, to kind of make it like not worth it. It's, it's kind of like danger close and you want to just move on to the next, you know, program. Um, but it sounds like Riot really hasn't taken a stance on exactly how they're doing that. And I think people I think in the same way that you can say, well, it's a beta, they're fine tuning. it. You can say, well, it's a beta and people are already cheating in a game that has so much resources pumped into it to kind of prevent it. Um, or to like dissuade people from doing it. That's also not a good look when you're already in beta. Um, I mean, any I, cheating I think... is not a good look, right? But... Oh, of course, one hundred percent. I I just don't know if it's if it's a beta thing. I don't know if they can fix this for you know in the next what three, four, or five months. I don't know. I th- I think it's a a bad precedent. I think hopefully they can get a handle on things. They can move a little quicker. I I don't actually I. I don't know what you do. I don't know enough about I'm optimistic, how anti cheat works. I'm optimistic. I think it's okay. The thing is, like, just taunting hack coders was yeah, such a dumb, dumb yeah. idea. Dumb, dumb. I think True. it's a good, like, PR move. I think it's good for, like, the headlines to be like, well, Riot's going to pay you if you can break the anti cheat. And it's like everybody, everybody in the uncle's just, it's, it feels like the same amount of people who are cheating in other games are still cheating in this game, even though, like, there's been this big hoopla over, you know, how good Vanguard is and how deep it's in your computer and it can detect all these things. And it's like, well, it doesn't seem like it's doing anything that anything else doesn't, you know, hasn't yeah, already yeah. been done before. Yeah. Yeah. Although they did, uh, they, they're, I think more distressing was how limiting the anti cheat was on like, it was actually removing or disabling a lot of like essential drivers, like people, yeah, not drivers being able to for use random stuff, keyboards yeah. and mice. Uh, they put out a patch yesterday or two days ago that addressed most of, um, close to all of that. So that's good. I don't know, man. Beta. It's ba- like, here's the thing though, is as long as it's in beta, we can criticize heavily it and, and, and be as wary as we want. But mm-hmm. I feel like we're being disingenuous if, uh, we don't give them the benefit of the doubt to fix it and just be like, Hey, just, you got to fix this. You got to fix this once it's live and it's not fixed. Like we told you to fix it. You had a beta. I mean, yeah, so fix it. I, I think it'd be different. I I'd, I'd feel differently if I felt like there was going to be more time in between now and release, but release is in what at the latest five months. I, I really don't know if they're going to be able to revolutionize their, their anti-cheat in that amount of time. Like I, I, we don't know how quickly they're actually no acting idea, on right? things. Like they could be letting things settle a little bit more, like kind of let the cheaters sure. do their thing, understand more how they're doing it, how it's being spread, who, you know, and then from there, that's where, okay, it's live. And now they're able to whack, actually whack the moles in a meaningful number of ways. Like, Maybe that's a little too optimistic of me. I was asking some of our software uh, developer friends um, uh, 
that that are at the company I work at and some of the software and firmware guys. I was just kind of asking, like, what what do you guys think about this? Because they're gamers too, and they're just like, mm-hmm. you know, if I was them, I would use this beta time as much as possible to learn as much about the cheating systems as possible. Because the faster you che- the the faster you remove cheaters from the game, and the faster you remove cheats from the game, the less you actually learn about the cheaters and the cheat. Yeah, of course. And you so need, like, right now there there is there is this idea of um like learning and understanding that again, how I, they're doing it. I'm optimistic. Like, you know, I mean, you know me, I'm not like just stupidly optimistic about things, but this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't feel like they, they, they're, they haven't delivered on a promise that they've made yet. Like a lot of people are like, you said it was going to be this way and it's not. And for me, I'm just like, Hey man, it's beta. Like it's, mm. there, there's a lot of I info mean- here. I, I agree, and I, I think I'm coming around to the idea of, like, it's beta, we need to learn how they're doing it, rather than, well, we can give them time. I think if we were to argue it that way, on, like, a time argument, it's also like, well, it's day one, and people are already cheating. It's like, that's that's a pretty big problem. Um, so, yeah, I, I think if if they're going at it, like, they're studying, figuring out how they're cheating, figuring out how their systems tend to work, and and you know kind of laying these traps that you know the the cheaters will eventually step into that'd be fantastic obviously you can't just come out and publicly and say that you're doing that because that'd be dumb but yeah i think it's i i think again my big problem is that they kind of came out really attacked this head on and really approached it like our system's going to be fantastic it's going to like just hardwall any for everybody like there's going to be no obviously it's not what it was not what was said there was going to be no it cheaters seems like a lot of projection onto the actual messages that they sent but when out you're saying when you come out saying this like here's a bunch of money if you can cheat here's a, here's this like our cheats great our anti-cheats the first great. messaging was very it, it felt like voice. okay this is this is what we're we're getting a competitive game that's going to have a, a hard wall anti-cheat that's gonna you know remove everybody i need to like here i need to go back and remember because what i remember is just like you know we're gonna make it we're gonna go after cheaters and make it very difficult because the competitive integrity of the game is that important and i feel like it was something like that which is very different than sitting on a high horse and (sighs) blah 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 and here's here's the here's the comparison all right it's give me the comparison The equivalent of someone who doesn't have kids going like, oh, like you should just teach your kid to do X, Y, Z, like unless you want them to turn out like a bad human being. It's so easy. Like just look the X, Y, Z and then they will never. And then you actually do it and become a parent and you just go like, okay, if you want to throw that thing at the other shot's head, (laughs) do it once. (laughs) Just get it out of your system. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) Throw the block. I think they just like maybe they didn't okay here's two ways either they didn't know that it was going to be this hard or the big brain play is they actually taunted in order to find out a lot during beta and then they find something oh that is not that's big brain I don't think I don't think that's a dynamic that necessarily works in software especially like in hacking it's just the it's so much easier to hack than to prevent and um yeah i i i think we'll we'll see how it works i think hardware or software solutions are um are always hard 
for cheating uh, as a cheating solution, but like a like a player assisted crowdsourced solution like Overwatch uh, in terms of um, what CS has, mm. where you can log into this subtype program of CSGO and then you watch a demo and then you look what the guy does and if he aims through the wall then you give him a this guy hacks and then if five people do that he gets banned right sure. so um something like this is just like the human component then again it relies on on people on people's skill set of recognizing the most subtle cheats i suppose yeah. or not failed positiving like very good players of course yeah, something like this could be done. You can also just throw manpower at it and just li literally like have like a division, like let's say twenty people for every division in the world, and just have them check cheats all day and just make the judgment call. Why don't we call? Why don't we call that Valorant? The Valorant, the, the like <laughs> the Valorant Tribunal. Sweet, great, yeah. That could and then work, one actually. marketing guy to come up with the names, and it'll be Joe. It'll be Joe coming up. At me. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I guess I'm I'm a little I'm, bit more I'm optimistic, optimistic, but it's like I get it, and, the, and we need to be we need to be critical of it because now's the time. Beta yes. is also the time where you can be needlessly critical. You don't. Get, yes. You also don't get to just pass off or the excuses. Be. Oh, it'll get mm -hmm. fixed by live. No, it needs to be fixed by live, and I'm giving you the leeway to not quit your game <laughs> until it goes live. Sure. Yeah. The the great thing about a game like this though, granted, you know, Valve is a different company. We'll see what Riot stance on like third party matchmaking systems are, but that's that's kind of the way that I've I've uh, to to understand how CS does it. It seems like the FPLs, the the Faceits, all these like separate leagues have their own kind of matchmaking system if I'm understanding that correctly. And you queue into that and you have to be kind of invited to these or at least in some of them, um which kind of dissuade cheaters by have by by either having to be invited or having to have some sort of vetting process that's a little bit more um intrusive for you know pro players and and competitive players alike i think that that could be something that would be a a nice loophole for riot to try um where if you're within the top 500 you can kind of queue into this separate league that you know, maybe does like two factor authentication. That's a little bit more intrusive to give you a better experience. If that's something you're looking for, you know, it's, uh, there, there's, I think there's ways around just like the whole cheating thing, even though if obviously like you can get bad actors that will end up cheating in there as well. But I think they're, you limit the pool, you limit the pool of cheaters, I guess. All Riot needs is another invasive system. That's yeah. all they need for their PR right now. Jeez. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. Okay. Annie cheat. I feel like we're going to talk a lot about the Annie cheat. <laughs> it feels like it's one of the hottest topics every yeah. week. Every week people are talking about the Annie cheat and we're finding something else more and new. And then, uh, we get the, the, like the next chess move of, uh, the Valorant team being like, yeah, well, but, and then the community goes, yeah, well, but, and you just kind of go back and forth until, I think the next chess move will be like them banning like a good like they'll they'll come out and like talk about how many people they've just banned and like how they maybe not how they did it, but they're going to kind of like trot that around like, hey, we just got rid of like 7500 people that were banning and botting and scripting and whatever like we're doing. Look at Vanguard. It's doing great. Look at the numbers. 
and like that that should like put out some fires and then you i feel like that would later, start more fires if you start talking about here's how many people cheated maybe not a number then just just talking about like a big band wave hitting i don't know like i i think they're going to be they, they've been very public at, i think they're going to continue being very public i think yeah i think you come at it from the sense of like we know who's cheating um we know how they're cheating Mm-hmm. and we know how to remove them from the game quickly, and we're going to be turning that up, that dial up next week or the week after or whatever. Um, yeah. That's probably yeah, super uh, Super Polar Burr says, at some point they got to stop calling it anti-cheat and just call it de-cheat. De-cheat. It's not um, stopping cheating, but it's reacting to cheats. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, right. it, it kind of is, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's. Uh, I, I don't think there's really any other news that's not like directly esports related. Just uh, a lot of people yeah, playing the other game. Than, other than ladder, yeah, yep. A lot of people. I, I, have you guys done your placements yet? I'm not gonna lie to you. Nope. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I I'm, I'm to- watching more of the game now than I'm playing, which I quite enjoy, and I'm thoroughly enjoying. I'm mm-hmm. studying up on a few teams that we're going to be writing, or at least I'm going to be writing about. Um, sure. Which is super fun. Very excited to, to start to see teams start to form and, and actually look like they're playing the game rather than like existing in the game. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. How'd you, um, how'd you do on your placements? Yiska? So <clears throat> as we hopefully all have forgiven us, uh, I guess a lot of us have multiple accounts and I chose the one where I usually play with friends with mm-hmm. and the MOR wasn't as nuts. So when I ranked, I think it was bronze two or something. And I, I played a couple of matches. I'm like silver three now or something. So I'm really not that I really nice. scrubbish. I think like if I, if I get a chance, I'll try to push like, Try and get plath. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's an achievable goal. I I want to say mortal, but I think that's very competitive at the moment. So where did where did you we'll land? Um, I I'm currently silver three, but it's oh, dang. like just running people down. It's really not that competitive at the moment. I didn't play this very well, but I'm I'm I, I suck at these types of games, and I've never actually played a like a grassroots shooter or like a csgo mm-hmm. or anything so sure um but we're actually like we're we're winning games and doing quite well so i think i got placed lower than i'm probably like actually at like the past i think four or five games i've all been in like the top two of my team and you know those kind of things where Good. you're just kind of but I, but i am hanging out in iron dude that happens it's sad it's beta it's sad. I'll, I'll grind it. I out mean, if you don't there. have the CS fundamentals, it's like it very mm. much felt like riding a bike once I got on it again. Um, like in 2014, 15 or something, I played a ton of CS. Yeah. Uh, I'm also like, just. I think I have 2K hours on CSGO. How much, how much of your placements did you do with a group? None. Uh, not true. I played a group of t- with one other guy. Yeah, uh, most of the time. I've so. I've noticed that the people who seem to play with groups more often uh, like do better. 
I did, I think, three of my placements or four of my placements solo. And it did quite well, but we lost a lot. And then I started uh, queuing with Thomas, who's in the chat, and him and I have been doing okay. And we've since then have been climbing. So, like, I also, I think that there's just, I don't, I'm not super confident in, like, where Valorant is rating people right now. Mm -hmm. um, I think but, it's kind of swingy. I think I've heard that um, winning definitely feels very good, like you rank up, but losing also feels very punishing. Um, so it's not like an incremental climb or something that you can kind of like hot streak through. It's it's it, fe it sounds like it's swinging. I don't know if anybody else like yeah. has a the, the has thing a, is has a feel on that. The weird thing is when I play with the with a coworker, like it feels a lot harder for some reason. Um, I'm usually middle fragging there. If I solo queue, maybe that's my playstyle, and I don't have to like I usually play around others in, in many ways when I'm socially in an environment with them. Yeah. But like, I don't know. If I can just dump peak angles, I just, I don't know. Brain off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tunes on, frag yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we had... 5-6 is very different than 2-6, of course, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, we, so, uh, we had on, on one of our games, we had a, I think it was a Breach player uh, who had like 250 ping and was at like, had over three quarters of his team's kills and we were getting, we were losing entire rounds. So we we're like pretty sure he was cheating. Uh, but like, we couldn't like figure out how <laughs> or what he's like 250 ping. You, you walk around a corner and it's just like ta -da 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 dead. And I'm like, how do you do that on 250 ping? Um, it was, uh, and it was like, we're, and, we're, and we're down in bronze, right? So it's not like, you know, up in Immortal where, yeah, you probably like see some really good players who just, you know, it's beta who knows how accurate like the ping numbers are on the scoreboard. And you just like, he's just a good player and we're yeah. taking dumb angles, but it's just like, no, this guy shouldn't be getting, there's that like 38, 39 kills by the end of the, the, the 13 O game or 13 one game, I think. It was just, it was bad. That's quite a lot. It was, it was, it was bad. So anyways, um, enough about ranked. Uh, esports, Joe, uh, we've got some, finally some, getting some esports. We've got some tournaments on our radar. Tell us about it. Yes. The fanatic, uh, proving ground open just, uh, wrapped up not too long ago. Got to see uh, your boy DeFran do quite well for himself, winning the entire tournament with uh, quite the quite the CS crew behind him. Let me just pull up this team. I'm pretty sure they had like Mixwell and was it Scream? I think Scream mm. was on the team as well. Like this team was pretty gross. It was. Come on. And to give a little bit of background, it was, yeah, Scream, Mixwell, Shaiko, King go, yeah. Mezzi, and the friend. Um, to give a little bit of background, because I don't think everyone that mm. necessarily listens to us or um, generally follows Valorant Esports, um, Scream is, like, known for his first one ball game in CS. Yeah, they call it one-taps. 
It's like, especially with the AK, in, uh, very much like the Vandal in, in uh, Valorant, yep. if you hit someone with a bullet to the head, no matter the armor, they're one shot. And uh, Scream was very well known for being able to like click heads, basically. Um, and there was sort of like uh, this myth, mythology around him, like um, this um, this idea of just like him having impeccable aim. But really, like an absolute top pro was not the the brunt of his uh, CSGO career, I would say. He'd usually be in the second best uh, French team, sometimes make it to the best one, then would win also. He definitely had times when he was on the best team in the world, mm. but really not that long. And um, Mixwell is is an interesting case because he, he, I think he's a Spanish guy, yeah, yeah. but he then played a lot of NACS. Mm. But still, he was one of the carry players almost for every team he played in. And um, was also, uh, I might be misremembering, but like an HLTV top 10 player at the time during his peak. So certainly like a, a pretty good uh, player. I don't know about the rest. If you don't know, um, if you somehow listen to this and you don't know Overwatch, the friend is like a pretty known personality first and foremost in overwatch but also like an esports player that had his time in overwatch league and also uh went through the entire pre-overwatch era got a lot of fans this way He's known as a crazy grinder crazy at track aiming so um um uh, spray look look at him for sprays that are just like mm -hmm. trans transfers and stuff like that should be nuts his reaction time is also pretty crazy and yeah, he's generally also a pretty entertaining streamer as well. So just a if, general if this... like shooter god kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a little bit different from Shroud in terms of like the aim styles, but um, still very nuts. Of course, like almost immediately Valorant on May third had some controversy there. Uh, Did I don't it? Know if you guys saw that, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So what? Apparently happened, and I don't know the story 100% there, but mm. he played against the cheetah. Okay. And then a couple of games later or something, he got the cheetah on his team. Okay. And it was his uprank game to Valorant. So then, or I think he even played two games with him. I'm not 100% on that. But long story short, he, like, probably also for the content, said something like, don't report him until before the game is over let him win tell him like oh you're so good how did you know that that type of stuff and then after the game is done report him and he got valorant off that game and of course like some former csgo players got a little bit pissed off there it honestly looked pretty sketch like the clips i saw just like how he sold that of course you could say it's for the content and whatnot Strictly yeah. speaking, like endorsing that type of type of stuff is pretty sure against the Twitch yeah, toss. So I thought he that. was going to get a ban, but apparently he was uh he was spared there. So yeah, weird story, but then again, he also was solo queuing through the entire experience mm -hmm. and encountering tons of cheaters on his way. So yeah. it certainly was like a hard grind to get there, but yeah. 
I mean, hard as in he got the top rank in a couple of weeks (laughs) (laughs) or a week, you know, like. Yeah, but doing nothing else but sleep and play, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So something interesting, though. Did you see Team Hip? Yeah. Team Hip in there. Uh, Overwatch uh, players. um, He was in there. Pretty dupe. Dupe. IDDQD. Kind of not doing great. Started from CS. Like, I know the name Existence. Again, like... I've watched like a good amount of CS, but I don't know like the name. Like, yeah, I, I know the name. I know the name. I know he's good. I just don't know exactly where and what team and from when. Existence was is a French uh, legendary in-game leader who always was able to elevate his team past their um their like you know pound for pound uh, sure, sure, sure. for a long time. Um, but then it eventually was kind of like, you know, the French scenes in, in esports are often have fallouts with each Infighting. other. Infighting, yeah. Yeah, and eventually he just wasn't given the confidence anymore, but he's he's just a nuts tactical mind for uh, those types of games. And this this is why this is probably pretty exciting, because if you can apply that to Valorant, where, you know, the, the should be arguably the tactical more, right? style, yes. Yeah. Uh, very it, interesting. That should be the type of game if he can align himself to it. Then again, he's also very old, and the concept of an in-game leader, I'm not sure if we're going to move forward with that. That's an interesting uh, consideration. Where, hmm. where, which hero would you put the, uh, or sorry, which agent would you put the in-game, in-game leader, leader on? on. Right. Um, what kind of positions do you want to pl- uh, have him play? And these types of stuff that we all got to figure out if we even want to have an in-game leader, if we are even going to with a system where for instance, coaches can't call from the, from behind that was theorized a while uh, in CSGO. We don't know what kind of rules eventually will will be enforced by tournament organizers or from top Mm. down by riots. But uh, depending on that, someone like him can bring huge value to the game. If we assume the, standard vanilla system of five players and we need one in-game leader that just dictates the uh, pace of play, then someone like Existence is going to be nuts. So you, you touch on a pretty interesting point. Now that T1 is starting to move along with forming their team, they've just signed their head coach, Fraud, who I believe, and again, this is way past my time, comes from yeah. 1.6 and is kind of a, a legendary figure in there for... For those of us who are not uh, well equipped to deal with that, do you have any kind of, you know, back history or info on on fraud and who who this kind of player is? Why is why is he a coach? Let's 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 start there. Like, why why should we pay attention to fraud? Okay, so fraud is legitimately like CS legendary status. He would be instantly like would have been put into the Hall of Fame as soon as his career ended. Okay, um, was. If I recall correctly, one of the first like great North American Counter Strike players played for uh, Complexity, if I'm not mistaken, and then later on for a while for Evil Geniuses, but I might be mistaken. Of course, around a little bit earlier than that as well. Always the hard carry player, insane skill set. Pretty sure he was. Yeah, yeah. I think his. Yeah, he was very much known for his op, um, and also still a pretty good thinker about the game. Like, for instance, he wrote this, mm. The Art of Counter-Strike uh, 
huge like paper with Thorin and uh, there was another guy, Steel, I think it was his name, but not the Steel that we know nowadays. Oh, okay. And they just wrote this entire guide on how to how to play Counter Strike, and um, yeah, fraud is just like a legend in the scene. Tried to make a comeback in CS:GO, but that didn't work out that well. And mm -hmm. then he coached T1 CS:GO and was pretty successful at that, if I recall correctly. Also, like this type of uh, scenario where the T1 roster also overperformed over their expectations. So um, exciting pickup. And also a sign of early professionalization of this esport. Because mm -hmm. I can tell you behind the scenes, there are a lot of tier one esports coaches already invested in trying to find out and getting very early on the ground. And to a degree that wasn't the case, for instance, uh, when Overwatch started. Simply not to, the, to nearly the same degree. Also because probably more, there's more uh, skill transition there between the the games right and conceptually how you should like think about the game it's probably very different uh in two overwatch so that wasn't really like it it's also like our host game in overwatch so to speak sure. was tf2 it wasn't like yeah. there were like super large leagues with like highly paid professionals trying to figure out that game that's very different from cs right mm -hmm. and with that knowledge coming in i think a lot of Teams try, are trying to get a head start into this uh, tournament system. And someone like Fraud coming in, certainly there are tier one Overwatch League coaches already involved. Um, certainly uh, other CS coaches are looking at that game. Someone, even just the minds of CS, someone like an existence coming in, someone like a God yeah. B coming in. Also, like the, the German legendary uh, in-game leader that went through 1.3, 1.6, then later CSGO and always had some sort of um, like success, sometimes even having like the best team in the world with Mouse, then bringing it to CSGO, um, first winning with or going deep in tournaments with Mouse, Mouse also winning a couple, but mm. then over to big and then making it deep in majors, this, this type of mystique. He has taken some liking to uh, Valorant. I'm not sure if he's fully committed yet. But okay. yeah, these are the type of uh, personalities that are engaging with this game. And um, it's, it's giving us such an injection of competence so mm -hmm. early on that I think the sophistication of this game is going to be nuts. Like, we're yeah. going to find out Especially so early. much about this game soon. I think a lot of what what troubles me about early esports is how pushed out like third party help is. And by third party help, I mean like analysts, coaches, you know, people that are, you know, their jobs are to kind of help you play the game rather than like play the game for you. In most esports, it happened in League of Legends, it happened in Overwatch. It was it was very much like propped up on like the the backs of the the hubris of the player. And I wonder if Valorant won't have such a like such a such a degree of that happening because you're getting a lot of old professional players that are long retired but still have a mind for these kind of games come in and say look i have a long list of resumes i'm this isn't my first rodeo like i know what i'm talking about like step in line and those players buying into that a little bit easier than you know a, a new moba coming out and the game being so different that nobody really knows what's going on so the players kind of have to double down on themselves because that's what got them here whereas 
you know, Counter-Strike and, and Valorant and these tactical shooters are a little bit are, are similar enough where you can kind of apply some of the same fundamentals and still get, you know, solid results. So it's it's good. To, it's nice to see, you know, fraud coming in at, you know, early 30s and, and coaching this team. I, I think it's a it's a great sign for things to come. And like you said, I think it's a great sign to see these early esports tournaments like the Fnatic Proving Grounds and the uh, Absolute Masters coming up, which we'll get into um, and, and you know, starting to see the, the esports scene develop quickly rather than, you know, posthumously when things are, you know, plateaued and slowed down and, you know, we, we get a, a goats and, and Valorant. Yeah, just not not necessarily. Well, I don't think it'll ever be as bad as yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think agents are as big of a deal as heroes no, 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 no. positions. So no. we're safe there. It's, it's still largely about gunplay. And yes, of course. Certainly, I think there will be uh, considerations. Like it's very interesting for for those interested in stats. Like friend of the show, Baroy has updated his um, his uh, cyphercam.org, and the stats coming out of there. Tell a story that, yeah, agents are actually pretty important still. Mm -hmm. um, like if you look at the strength of ultimates, the win rates of these uh, these agents specifically, it's it makes a difference, but it's sort of still kind of in a reasonable. Like it's the reasonable only one that's right really really bad and out of whack is Viper. I think like in Viper no is. It just like terrible win rates. So okay, let's compare, right? Race has terrible a fifty-one point one two percent win rate. Seems normal. That's the highest. Okay. Who? Race? Race. Oh, okay. Um, then you go down, the next one is silver, uh, barely 0.5% under. 0.2% under it's Phoenix. Uh 0.2% under that is Sage. 0.6% under that is Brimstone. So sure. between the top pick and the mid pick is about 1.3%. 1, 1. That's not too terrible, right? And then the only thing where is, it feels like there's a perceived large gap is between Breach and Viper. Uh, sorry, mm -hmm. um, Breach, Viper, and the rest, because Breach is hard to play, I think, in, in normal tournaments. Now That's he's exactly. actually adding... A lot of tournament play, and I hope he adds a filter to that in some regard as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Breach will naturally go up. But even like someone like Omen, who's or Jet, who are perceived to be, you know, like maybe some of the weaker champions, in in those queues that he uh, parsed, they are reasonably close to fifty percent win rate. I mean, only Viper I being two percent away from from the median, or uh, from the from the average, which. That hero is. Are you just grabbing uh, win yeah. rates? Are you just grabbing win rates? Yeah. Stats, win rates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so you've got Viper down to 45%, right? And then Breach yeah, down to that's... 47 on attacking. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. On defending, they're still below, but they're at 50 and 49. So, like, there's a Delta. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't know. The Delta from the top to the bottom is 3 to 4%. In yeah, total. Yeah. I mean, in, in terms of attacking, yeah. Uh, oh, and, in terms and of overall. In, in attack and defending. Um, yeah, from 51 to 
48 basically yeah that's about three percent between race and viper are we looking at um, different things yeah i'm on the stats slash maps agent win rate maps i mean while while you figure that out i think it's probably not a good idea to have viper sit five percent below the, the average right like if that's the case then something drastic needs to happen only, with that that agent right oh uh. Wait, I mean, no. on the average, if you're, if you're going to, you know, divide it in, like, if you're going to take the average of both sides, like, it seems like she still sits, like, well below the average. And I, and again, color me, color me dumb for not being able to read stats on this, but I believe usually in terms of game balance, you want things to kind of sit around 50%. You don't want anything, like, crazily above 50%. You don't want anything too far below 50%. You kind of just want, like, a happy medium. So that just picking a hero doesn't give you an extra, you know, 5% chance of winning your game or 10% chance, right? Like 50% is usually like this, this green area. Um, Viper is, you know, seeing some use on split, which is, is interesting. I, I do have to look a little bit more into that, but yeah, the hero in general, like I, I looked at it and I'm like, this don't make sense. Something, something don't make sense about this agent. She runs on a resource system. She doesn't have much tools. And when she puts down her tools, they stay there. It's it's not good. She needs some love. And the fact that she hasn't gotten it yet is a little, a little weird. A little weird. I think she she deserves some some buffs. If that's the case, but it's also inherently a, an agent that requires so much knowledge to be uh, to be good. In a in a similar sense to Sova. I would say, um, hmm. where for Sova to be good, you need to know several arrow positions to be. Yeah, of course, right? for sure. You need to do some. I study. think the same is true for Viper, where you need pixel perfect like uh, shroud cutoffs and like one way smokes and like um, maybe like uh, old placements and also where which like maybe clean out coordinations with like uh Sova uh, sorry um a sage and her weird toxic field to combo the people out of um out of angles i mean with that Stuff in like particular that in order i feel like effective. you could just use somebody else like she doesn't do anything that nobody else can do right like i don't know what else she brings to the table what does she bring to the table that nobody else really can do other than like the consistency of smoke. I mean, the yeah, the consistency of smoke, the ability to reactivate it. It's like, and then of course, like amazing uh, offensive or defensive. Yeah, post plant uh, scenarios, one hundred percent are super yeah. good, but they're the, all the, just like the resource management thing in general is just like a, a paradigm that I don't think people have figured out yet. Um, That's also probably true. I mean, maybe but it is, like, but it, it's also like, what is there to figure out with it? It just goes away. Yeah, but like uh, I mean, when you activate them and like when you use yeah, them in specific when you pushes, use them, like especially in lower elos, like you see people just oh they, for sure they put like, it up and it's just like it might as well just be a, a cooldown thing yep. and not a resource thing. And uh, even at higher I, ones, like I don't think that we've fully seen people like be as efficient with those as we can. Um, I just don't think it's a mechanic that's like well suited for this game, or at least it's not like delivered in a way that's both interesting and useful like having awesome. a resource like it doesn't i don't think fights are like that long 
to like really get value out of like triggering it multiple times and like finding use out of that. She just has I like think- three second best abilities on her kit. Like, um, Does she? And, and they don't. So in the sense of like, so, uh, so she's got a wall. Um, yeah. so, so let's compare the other walls, right? So you've got Phoenix's wall, which is most similar, right? But it sure. heals him. And it can curve. Then it can curve. Um, but uh, Phoenix's flash is probably the most can't important. Can't skybox it, though. Right? Like, like Phoenix's... Sure, you Phoenix, can't skybox it. Uh, so Phoenix's flash is probably a bit more important. Yeah, I would say. definitely. So, the I, so, so yeah. the, wall, the wall is secondary mm-hmm. to that. And Viper has one of those. Um, her smokes. So, you know, like, I mean, ev- there's so many people who have smokes and there's so many different iterations of it. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that she can pick them up. I think that's, yeah, cool. I mean, like her smokes are generally strong, but yeah. there's nothing inherently unique. Be like, Oh, we need the Viper version of the smokes. Yeah. Uh, like the, yeah. the jet, jet smokes are the worst. I think we could agree. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just because duration is like you can't duration, duration super small and, and, and where you can throw them, you know, you're limited yep. to there. Um, so you know the jet smokes are the worst, but hers are probably second worst, second worst yeah, in maybe. that. So yeah. you've got yeah. you've got that right. So then you're kind of running on what else? Her alt. I mean, yeah, which her, her alt is, is really strong. great for locking down a position on 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 defense. Um, yep. especially like on split, but besides that, it's just like, so she's got like a lot of these abilities that are good as a secondary ability and all these other heroes kits is what yeah, I'm trying to but, say. So for instance, I think like inherently in some situations, uh, the, the shroud from uh, what's, what's Cypher's smoke thing called? Cyber cage. Sure. Cyber cage. And Viper's thing, like what they have up on him is that you can one way, meaning you can put place the device on top of some surface. Sure. You can make it so that you only see the feet and the other guy that's peeking behind it doesn't know and you can spray through that. Um, I think an interesting change for that entire kit would be like, you know how how the the interesting thing about that is, is if you go through a smoke, Mm -hmm. then you lose life. Right. Right. And then as soon as you go out, it starts ticking up. What if yep. there, uh, there was a longer delay on that life going up? And because smokes are being halfway. pushed frequently now, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. a thing that's happening definitely. Mm-hmm. And if you are just disadvantaged during the peak, when you come out of a smoke, and you, you, most of the time you don't like stand a long time in the smoke, right? Yeah, yeah you're, it's a but, couple seconds, like briefly. I, I think... Sometimes it will actually decide the trade if you delay it by a couple of seconds, um, if someone goes down or not. And I think that's good enough to make it to disincentivize pushing Viper uh, smokes over other smokes. And I think that's the type of interaction that could be interesting, where it's like, yeah, maybe we need this as uh, uh, Viper smoke at this position. I'm thinking, mm. for instance, there's a one way for toilets. Uh, for bathrooms, unbind, um, unbind, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a like that's nuts when you sure. when you can one way that. Um, and I think there's one for short as well. So she's pretty good on on A in that regard. 
Um, of course, there's a timing issue where you probably need someone to get the information for you. But yeah, it's not great. Of course, it's displayed in the win rates. I think she might be a little bit better because of those things and people not knowing these. For sure. Mm -hmm. But as, as time goes on, not I think that'll even out. So. Yeah, I, 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 I think that those specific one ways definitely are, are a plus, but her kit in general like really just falls when you look at like the rest of these agents um and to your point with like how how to change her i think now this this is reaching i i will definitely admit but i don't like the precedent that sets if that makes sense i think we're already at like a point where the two newer agents in the game both rays and breach have both been like very ability focused and have very strong abilities i don't think adding more damage to the game in the ability front excites me I'd I think this is this is like kind of give a me gimme. Overwatch. Yeah, no, just do give not me give Overwatch, me Overwatch. Dude. We're trying Overwatch to differentiate. Let's go. <laughs> I would like to see her, her, uh, her carpet smoke wall thing, uh, be able to be picked up in like a long kind of punishing animation, so that it, it feels like good utility. It kind of still gives you the the thematics of having that resource system still in use or, and, and, and kind of pushing that as a strong point of her kit. Um, should you be able to like instantly pick it up? No, but I think you can punish people by, you know, placing it and, and being able to pick it up. So it's, I, that's where I would want to go with it. I want more utility. I want, you know, people to, to have tools to kind of get kills with their guns rather than winning duels just because you push through my smoke and it does damage. Haha, ha, I beat you. Um, I, I want to kind of stray away from that. I hope even with like the new agents that are, you know, being data mined at the moment that they stop with a lot of the disability does damage period. No, I want, I want, you know, give me some sort of tool to get onto the high ground or give me again, I'm, I'm a big proponent of ladders in games. Ladders are entirely underutilized in video games. Give me a, give me an agent that gives a ladder PSA ladder agent. Stop Not it. fun, but good. Stop it. Stop it. Place ladder. Now my team can go onto the high ground without using abilities. Big useful. Not, not an elevator, not random. Consistent. Mm. Just give me Genji. Sure. You could, you could have wall climb. That'd be fun. Wall cling even. Maybe, maybe having some sort of weird wonky angle. Maybe that's somebody's ult. You can just cling to a wall. That's what they were testing with the the Viper Cam bug. Is like, what would it look like if a hero was just on right, a wall? Right, just be on a wall, yeah, and could shoot. What would mm -hmm. that look like? All right, well, you know what? Obnoxious. So, dang it, I just kind of want to. I want to just talk about our our agent rankings right now. I think it's a good segue. Let's just do. Let's just do sure. that. Well, uh, so um, Absolute Masters is coming up this weekend, right? So, yep, definitely tune uh, into that. It's another big. Big tournament. We don't have a ton of them that are actually tournaments. So Not this weekend. A... On the 12th. Yep. Um, and it's going to be coming up for the whole month. So, you know, have fun with that. All right. Uh, so we wanted to do something a little bit more chill. And that is going to be going through our personal agent rankings. And I'm not going to do a whole lot of qualifying on this. 
I'm not going to be like in tournaments on defense on split. Who are mm. the best? Uh, just like generally overall, mm-hmm. who are the best agents in Valorant? Um, yep. and we're going to do that, and we're going to start. Let's start. Let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the worst. Um, yep. Viper. Okay, next. Worst. Yeah. Actually, I disagree with you, and I will say, uh, or I don't actually disagree, but I will say uh, okay. very close tie. With? Jet. Yeah, it's my boy. And here's the thing, and, and the reason Jet why I'm, I'm tempted to give Jet the title of worst agent. So obviously, like, there's... Uh-huh. There's the level of like uh I think she's a little bit better of like a ladder warrior. Definitely. But um no no competitive play usage at all. None in I, tournaments. That's, I have not that's seen where it. I I no, no you're I, I don't think you're going to. Not for a long time. I think there I think the same logic we can apply with like Viper and saying like, oh well, we haven't, you know, seen like the best people player. I think Jet has a little bit more potential than Viper, in my opinion. I, I mean, that's fair, uh, but I also, uh, I don't know. That's like what I, saves her. That's what saves her. Uh, like, they're really close for me as bottom two. Like, they're oh, yeah. very, very Clearly. close. I, I couldn't hate anybody on those bottom two. Yep. Yiska? Um, I agree. Like, Viper... I was high at, on Viper for a while and thought she was pretty nuts in, in those regards. The thing is also nobody really invests, seemingly invests much time into the tech. Some teams have tried it. What sparked my interest was that the dev team tried it. So maybe they think there's just like down the line that there's a good potential there. But yeah, other than that, like... <sighs> I think she, her kit has potential. She just needs some help getting there. It's, I also feel like for Jet... Kid is so clunky in many ways. The only thing I like with her abilities is like how Ultimate interacts with it because it's yes. uh, accurate in air, and that is yeah. kind of nice. But like mm-hmm. her her shift, like the how long it takes to, for the gun to be out is is kind of yeah, I understand why, but it really limits outplay potential. I feel. Um, but you also no, want to you make don't. <laughs> you don't want that to be. You don't want all those dead frames to be removed because you're gonna have jets just dashing into you and shotgun. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, you, that's not something you want. You, you want that, that to be yeah. a retreat tool, which I don't think people are really utilizing all that much. I don't think people are using jets dash to retreat because you don't care about the dead frames on retreat. You go to peak, you take a duel, you don't get the headshot, you retreat, you're safe. You're yeah. instantly safe. Sure, but like. I think people are doing that already, but it's like it's not even that valuable because if you not, peak no. the angles in a in a semi conservative way, you probably shouldn't. I mean, you can avoid the trade, that which is fair enough. But like, yeah, I mean, there's value there. I think, yeah. But like the other stuff, like the updraft, is so yeah, you get you get to some cool positions where you can like off angle a lot, and that definitely has value. Um, but I also thought, like, when we were tr- looking at the kits that were known before we w- had hands-on game, uh, mm-hmm. on the game, yeah. I thought holding corners would be way be- uh, better than it actually is. I still think Pika's Advantage is absolutely nuts in this game. Like, sure. if someone, like, you 
it's if people actually pre-fire you, you're dead before you see them. Yeah. And um just like I if it feels I so think that's hard. That's a bigger issue than the anti-cheat, by the way. Yeah, in many ways. Yeah. Um it, it depends, of course, on the ping region you play. It's also mm -hmm. for some weird reason, honestly, I think playing at 140 ping is actually not that big of a disadvantage. If I dumb peek people, I have so much time seemingly to just like click. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's um, that makes off angling inherently less valuable because, like, yeah, someone might peek you, but if they have they have a reaction time advantage towards you, and if they're any good at flicking, you can still uh, be clicked at. And um, I thought that it was going to be like if you if you hold an angle, it would be way more valuable in that regard. I don't feel it is really. Okay. <laughs> So, so your bottom two. Give us your bottom two. Viper or, jet. Viper jet. Viper jet. Okay. Let's go up to uh, the next one. And uh, man, this one's a little bit tougher. Definitely. Yeah, this is where it gets a little gray. Yeah. <sighs> you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. I don't like it, but I don't see a ton of use with Phoenix. That's that's one of the two that I'm I'm deciding between. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, I I like really his good kit. On it's very. I think he's he's the fundamentals. He's the Ryu of this game. He's your Marth. He's your go-to if you don't know who to pick. He's just mm -hmm. good. Yeah, not great. Not going to be plugged into a lot of different compositions. Might have some use later on down the line. You know, as metas change, but just kind of a workhorse he, is fine. He's got really gonna, very little team throw. reliance, right? He heals himself yeah. through multiple things. You mm -hmm. flash around the corner and blind your team, but you could still see, uh, <laughs> which is something else entirely. We should discuss sometime. Uh, yeah, like that. I I, I don't disagree with uh, with with Phoenix being there. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think he's really fun to play. Um. And oh I, yeah, and like again, like if you're playing on ladder, I think he's a little bit better, especially if you're not like five oh, stacking, right? Yes, uh, like as a much... solo, he's he's very much like Jet, where it's like there's a lot of personal accountability that if you trust yep. yourself, you can do a lot better than you would with like a a brimstone, right? Where it's like, mm -hmm. cool, I smoked something that doesn't really yeah. actually help me right now in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um. Phoenix is the is the is the agent I would tell all the jet mains to go play and immediately see your your MMR increase. Fair. Still gives you that same solo potential, gives you that kit that that is per, is is very much solo reliant, is very fundamental driven from CS. Just a solid pick, just not good. Doesn't really bring anything to the table that's just like, yeah, I'm super excited about this. I think the only thing that you could argue is maybe his ult and his flashes. I think Breach has a better a better flash and his ult is it's there. It exists. It's good, but I don't know if we're we should be measuring people just on their ult. I don't know how much weight I want to give to ults just yet. Yeah. Especially especially one that's just glorified death. I do think though <sighs> So go ahead, go ahead. The the ult is actually pretty nuts, I think, because it's yeah, not it's just great. 
that you have the potential to kill people, you also get the opportunity to get a lot of information. Info. info. Yeah, yeah, totally. If and we had more boat slots, it's... we'd do a kicked info one, and it would be Yiska <laughs> just saying yeah. info. He'd be drinking info. info. Same, same I mean, thing. this is what this game is about. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is, 100%. But I think um, the potential for info is what, what worries me. Whereas everybody, yeah, like, not, when you look at Cypher, it's like, it's like guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get it's guaranteed info points, compared yeah. to maybe, yeah, yeah. or maybe you don't get anything. And you're just like, wow, that, feel, that felt really, really bad. Yeah, I agree. And then you teleport back and then you die because the, fl- you know, the lurker kills you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with all of that. It, it still feels like it's such a well-rounded hero. And it, it is weird to put, it, put him it does. so low. But the question is, who else would you put down there? And I, for me, there's only one other name. I could name. Does it start with an S? No. 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 What? Does it start it's with an O? Omen. Yeah. Yeah. Omen. Omen. Mm. I've I've been I'm I've been you. pretty high on Omen. I think Omen is is a better workhorse. I think he's a bit better, but not by much. I think he's much better. Uh, it, the the changes to his ultimate I think did help him quite a bit. Um, because you can you can much more ninja assassin now. Whereas before, it's like you could hear the big, huge burn, and if you shot the shadow too early, he could just like cancel his Disappear. alt yeah. and like that. Um, and there's there's like still a little bit of an aspect of that, right? But um, the the radius is a lot tighter now, and that's what I think puts it over the top. On top of just doing the Reaper things. Right, some really yep. interesting like mobility type things. Like I, I'm with I'm with Yiska, and I think that while they are very close, I put Omen slightly above Phoenix, and uh, I'm unapologetic about it. And I don't the thing think, is, yeah, like does it not feel like we are already within range of good heroes uh, of good agents? These, oh, these are these are the wild card heroes, right? The bottom you have the bottom yeah. two, and now we're in the wild cards. Like, who's your fifth? And yep. It depends on the map. It depends on the type yep. of player you are and the skill set that you have. And it also depends on, I think, just kind of like the overall team makeup. Um, mm. well, not really the team makeup because our top four, we're gonna have the same heroes in the top four. It's just different orders. It, it, the orders just might be different. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yep. Yep. But Omen is definitely a viable fifth on some. Hundred percent. Joe, the next one for you would be Omen, right? No, he's he's a little. Wow. Uh, let me no. guess. So I'm gonna say so. So, uh, we do. Hmm. So you it's Silva for you. It's Silva for me. It's Silva. I don't like it being Silva. It's one of those where it's just it's in that kind of gray area where it's just like he is being picked a lot, which I can't I I can't argue that right now he is being picked a buttload in in tournament play. He is kind of like the leading. He's one of the main choice. Four. He's definitely not one of the main oh, no, four. No, 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 That's no, Breach, not, Sage, no, Cypher, not. Brim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's making a claim for being the main fifth, at least right now. From what I've seen, he is. he's he's really he leading is. that pack by a, what what feels like a, a long shot. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't think he brings a lot. His recon hour is very good. I think people are starting to come around to Aldron. I really couldn't give two rats behinds about his shock bolt. And I think his alts like 
it's it's the best it's the best balance like damage alt and that's cool. not a good thing yeah i think he's yeah. fine i think he's a great support for a team i think he's he's very useful i just don't think he's very good i think he's really are, good I think he, he gets so much information from each one of his abilities. Like if you don't shoot, if you don't shoot the owl drone, he gets a, a full look. If you do shoot it, he knows where you are. Yeah. Like his ultimate. I, I think, I think he's one of the, he's definitely one of the worst in the sense that if you don't find out any information, you don't get much utility from him. But like, I don't know if you can't say that from anybody else. That that does um, information collecting. I mean, obviously, you kind of you have to put him behind cipher, right? I I think that that's just a given. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Sova, in particular with Aldron, if you don't have a body behind it, I think it's useless. I think you have to push with it. I don't think just getting the info. I think getting the info is a win. But I think forcing someone to shoot at it is the better. Is what we should be looking at. Because you're forced to shoot at the owl drone and not the body behind it means that you don't have to have a point. If you don't have to have somebody on point, that's one extra less death and uh, the opportunity to not trade. So if you're not if you're not putting a body behind the owl drone, I think you're fucking up. I think recon is good. And then the rest of his kit's just like negligible. So it's like you have one good ability, one that's in development and then just bottoms out. And that's where I'm like, I have to put him lower. I think he is good. I think he is getting picked, but over like competitive ladder, casual, I look at Sova and I think there are better heroes to be picked. Mm, I don't think, I don't think so. I think he's good. Yeah. I don't understand how he's better or worse than uh, Omen. Omen is not bad. It's just. Sure. And I think that's like these three heroes, right? I think it's, I think. I, I would hope most of us agree. Well, I guess I don't hope, but uh, Sova, Ray's Omen are probably within their same class, and it's just like yep. difference in opinion. Yep. Yeah, right because there. they're not the top four, and they're not the bottom three, so they just have to kind of like shuffle around. I like Omen a lot. I think he can one way. I like his teleport. I like his shadow step, and I like the fact that he can flash. He has a full kit. He has a very fundamental kit with a lot of expertise involved. I think you can master Omen and do a lot of fun stuff. That's another person that I'm like, okay, if you don't want to play Phoenix, I'd go with Omen. And no, you shouldn't 50-50. A lot of people, well, not a lot of people, people in particular, you know who you are, have decided to smoke a bombsite, smoke the other bombsite, use their alt, and just go into the smoke and plant. 50-50, you got to guess. Not the most intelligent play, but... Uh, a fun one to do nonetheless yeah. to kind of catch people off guard. But yeah. I like Omen a lot. I think his kit's very well-rounded. Um, so, okay. So you put Sova there and then I, I guess Raze is probably the next one for everybody, right? Yeah. Still at fifth. Yeah. I like Raze. No, do you put She's... him in your, do you put Raze in your top four, Yiska, because of her strength on ladder? Because we're kind of talking yes. generally overall, right? Yeah. 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 You put her top four? I don't think I can. Generally, I, if yeah. I'm playing ladder, I'd rather have uh, I, a race on my team. 
then sure. sure. Yes, I agree. I uh, agree. Well, it depends on who I'm grouping with, but essentially one, two, three, or one and two Q for sure. Um, three, four, five. Hmm. The kid is still so nuts. I will. Uh, it's. I will also say this. I think people are still underplaying orbs. Oh, 100%. And yeah, I yeah. Think Half that the tournaments raises, I see, people aren't even fighting over them. Tom yeah. don't even pick them up. And I think orbs are, like, Raze's ultimate is basically like a guaranteed kill, like, in a lot of ways. Like, it just kind of yep. feels very much like a guaranteed kill. There's no... It's it's a rocket launcher and any other shooter you've played. Um, so if, if, you, if you're able to prioritize that rocket launcher really well and people aren't in that, like, hey, orbs are valuable. Ultimates mean something, which mm. is something that I think that Valorant is kind of on the... They're kind of right on the edge of, like, figuring out and, like, buying into, like, play for orb. What does it look like to push up on Sea Long, right, and, yep. and contest that on Haven? Uh, what does it look like I, I, on a a short too? I guess when you're defending or a long, um, you know, yep. same same type of thing. Like, what does it look like to uh, push those? I mean, I hold as breach. I hold showers all the time, and the first thing you do is like you kind of throw a flash. You you wait a couple seconds, throw a flash. If there's nobody there, you walk up and take that orb, and you're getting four or five ultimates. Maybe I don't know that exact number, but four or five ultimates on your defense. Like that's huge, yep. And now, if you're doing it on rays and you're you're um, prioritizing those orbs properly, I think that that ends up being a big thing. Um, it's yeah. also just a, a a nice. I think it's a a little ham fisted in in terms of design. Like it's just like this extra objective that's kind of like non-thematic we don't know why it's there we don't know what it what it does again like it doesn't have to be tied to a story or anything but it just kind of exists it's like a health pack it's like why is this here i don't know but it does a good job at giving you secondary objectives to pay attention towards and gives the viewer like oh well this is this is important to kind of control so we should pay we should kind of shift our eyes to focus here as well as watching you know the person run around a name I agree that a lot of teams have not um, really thought about ultimates and, and the orbs on the map and really f attempting to fight over that. I think that's going to be the one big thing that I think by the end of beta we'll start to see is, is large skirmishes around these orbs and, and kind of measuring the success of a round, especially early based yeah. on, you know, orb presence and, and how orb fights specifically look or maybe even opting not to fight the orb in favor of taking mid control and, and measuring these objectives against one another to, to measure how the round is going. And again, I think that's a, a good design element to kind of paint to the viewer and say, Hey, look, this team did X, Y, Z, this team, you know, forfeited both orbs and pushed down mid. Now they have the entire map and it makes the attacking team really, you know, this, this guy has pushed a long to, to, to kind of grab his orb and, He's completely split away from his team. What does he do? How does he, you know, you're already starting to farm stories. I think it's a great way to design the game. I think it just needs a little bit of maybe aesthetic love. I don't know if just this weird ominous black orb is where I'd go with it, but I like it regardless. Not to get too in-depth yeah. with the orb talk. 
That would be a great discussion. Um, okay, so Yiska, does Ray's fall out of your top four? Or are you going to put her in her top four? Then in that case, you have to choose one of the top four to put in your five. Yeah, who do you kick out? Slot. You've got um, Sage, Cypher, Breach, Breach, and... Cypher. I said Cypher. Which one of those do you kick out? It's tough. I would probably throw out Breach, but I'm not sure oh, if that's actually going to be gamer. Actually better Say than it ain't so. Um Race. I think he's still better than Race. So Breach is Breach has so you'll put you'll put Race in fifth? Yeah. Alright. Okay. I agree with that. Here we go. Number four. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. Oh, man. No, I don't want to go. (laughs) You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I have Brimstone. Oh, good. I was going to do that, too, but I felt like... I don't doubt how important his kit is. Oh, he's very important. The archetype of that kind of supportive smoker information denier is going to be key to this game. The reason why I put him out of like the four horse agents uh, as as number four, we're already starting to see him slowly rotate out. We're starting to see Omen take his place. We're starting to see uh, people just run and gun and rather... They don't care so much if they can see if, if the enemy team can see them coming as much as mm-hmm. you're not going to be in position to deal with it. So There's, they're willing to take a trade and get position rather than try to, you know, finesse their way around the map. So I mean, would you would you say that uh, Brim's. I would say 80 percent of Brim's kit revolves mm-hmm. around his smokes. Mm-hmm. And his alt. If not all of it, like the Molotov is I, nice. Molly is nice. Yeah, Molly's nice. The I think the Stim Beacon, Stim Beacon, actually is, underrated. You're right. I always forget about Stim Beacon, but I think it's I, actually I don't a little, know how underrated it is. Yeah, it's weird. We're gonna I, find uses for it, but I don't know how. So good it I is. feel like people started off really low on Stim Beacon, and As then it it's largely like when we've seen Brims, we saw Brims run in in Valhalla. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoke specifically use steam beacon or steam beacon quite a bit. The light on it quite a bit. Mm. The, um, how I, does I, how's the me- mechanic work? Like if you if I am spraying don't ask and I have that. steam beacon, don't ask on me. me. Uh-huh. Does yeah. it change the uh, spray pattern? Probably. I'm I don't believe more it. Quickly. I don't believe I it, it. It changes I mean, the pattern, but I, I believe it changes the speed at which. Yeah, you you fire faster. Yeah, like so you, your muscle you do memory the same is screwed. T seven, but you're doing it at a faster r- rate. Yeah, if that actually screws with the muscle memory and doesn't just insert bullets into the spray, then I think it's actively bad. That would be an interesting case study um, to look at and and figure out exactly if that if that's changing the spray pattern. I would be surprised if it did. That's definitely some tech that's going to have to be explored. Um, the fact that you get like multiple of them s- seems very weird. Again, it's not an ability that I think, A, we've spent enough, like as a community, spent enough time at figuring out 
I think the best use of it that I've seen is like helping you to to riddle down the door on uh, on Haven attack just to get that out of the way. It's just like here's a hundred dollars. Let's get sure, this done quick. Sure. Yeah. yeah Outside sure. of that, it's it like cheap. I don't know, man. Like at the same time, like I think that with the speed at which you kill mm-hmm. in Valorant, the spray pattern isn't as important as I think that Yiska is like. Oh, oh it there definitely it is. Yes. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, that, that's the it thing. No, 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 it's not. Like, we, we, we're seeing it okay. in these high-end tournaments. So, I don't know, man. Right. I, I think, think what, what we're seeing is people one-clicking and Spidimbi can never be important. So what he's saying is that they could just kill them anyways. The stim beacon doesn't really win. Yeah, the they're fight. just tapping people with yeah. like a burst. So no, one, the speed one of that shot. is super important. Why? The, the speed of the shots when you have two guns shooting at each other at the same time, the speed of your shots doesn't matter. What? What do you mean? I, I mean, I don't think every duel there's is no that bullet, bullet trouble. Or, it's not, right? But like the, the point yeah. is, is like it's being used and these players sure. are just throwing $100 away. I think I I don't doubt that the 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 muscle I know Yiska you're on the the archer thing the muscle memory and you change it six mm-hmm. inches and all of a sudden you're shit at archery I get it but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that it's that big of a factor with the level of how like it's I ju- think it might be good for some weapons it might be good for a spectre for instance I think that's where it could be good where it's like. You're spraying a lot with the uh, the spectre, sure. anyway, right? Like yeah, you're yeah. not going for the one tap head headshots, sure. and especially if you're expecting to meet two, where like the spray, and the spray pattern of the spectre is also fairly unpredictable, seemingly. So, mm. like I feel like there when you're spraying, otherwise it's absolutely down to muscle memory, where people sit there thousands of hours and track the exact. Uh, like spray pattern every time to yeah. pixel perfect. Like there's great videos of uh, nothing doing that in Cisco, and this spray pattern is. But we also need to same. recognize where Valorant is as a game right now. We're not in the perfectionist stage. In the perfectionist stage, in a year where someone has actually uh-huh. been able to put a thousand hours into spray patterns, you could. I think you could make this argument. But right now, I don't the think thing you is- can. Because yeah, it's not the I, same one as to CSGO. One to CSGO. No, it's, it's not. No, it's same. not. It's uh, very similar. Is not enough. Very no, no, similar. It's bit, by your own with, logic. with this, with this mechanic, I it is. It's not. It is literally the same. The yeah. spray pattern of CSGO, I, I the Vandal and the AK is. is literally the same, and the yeah. Vandal and the M- M4A1 is literally the same. Yeah, bullet for bullet. It's not the. It's it's not about the. Spe- I don't even think it's about the specific spray patterns. It's how important they are. I I would I would wonder if if that's what we're sure. arguing about, which I would agree. No, 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 no. Are, I'm talking super, about the specific important. spray pattern. Okay, and Yiska saying bullet for bullet is the same. I'm saying it's not. No, it is. It's not. <laughs> well, one of you is wrong. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw the comparisons. It's literally Re- the same. Regardless, I think I, I don't think that that's an entirely important, you know, argument to have. I, exactly, you know, how important, you know, exactly uh, having two guns that have the same spray pattern so much as it is, are spray patterns important? 100%. So if you change that with Stim Beacon, I have to side with Yiska there and say, if had- you're changing, 
the spray pattern, you're changing the muscle memory that's actively bad. I wish I had the mental capacity to memorize the spray pattern of all these guns, but not memorize a few more spray patterns on how they work with Stim Beacon. Oh, it's just so mind blowing to me. But I don't know. Nah, I think I think it's way harder depending on. I on don't the, like. I. I mean, you're you're adding another like barrier the, that's supposed to be ability. That's supposed to be a tool for you, just, rather than. It's just something that I. It doesn't equate with me right now. Uh, I just like I don't I don't like I don't understand how. Oh, it's all about memorizing spray patterns, but any more than right th- muscle memory four yeah. and and f- anything more than four spray patterns, uh-huh. all of a sudden these players can't memorize. Well, it's 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 an ability that's supposed to be a tool to help you rather than get in your way. Would you agree that it's kind of getting in your way in that sense because you're having to memorize it? Like for a time and, and to a certain extent, uh-huh. it depends on how much better it is versus the time investment it takes to relearn the spray pattern of hitting three bullets. Sure. And that's where I think that what he's saying is that it's not worth the investment. That I'm saying that what players does it give have you? already invested and are using it. Well, no, they're throwing it and we don't know if it's actually even affecting the duel. It's there. Has it really affected much of they're anything? They're not losing duels with it. I mean, just because it's there and they're not losing. I actually think there's more duels being lost by by being peaked during (laughs) Stim Beacons. I don't know if that's true. Baroy. All right. So Baroy can find this out for us. Cyphercam.org. And again, I do buy it. I think absolutely it's there. It's helping. People are using it. I agree. There's... There's a, there's an, like, there's an aspect of like, Hey, number one, I think that, you know, initially, yeah, you throw abilities. You don't really know, like this should be good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that's why stim beacon sucked in the beginning. And not a lot of people used it, especially in competitive play, because it felt like something you threw and you didn't really understand. And all of a sudden over the last two weeks, all these tournaments running brimstones, everybody's buying two stim beacons, one smoke, two stim beacons, one smoke, no Molly. Yeah, don't know. I even even though they're doing it, I don't know if that's that's the necessarily the right choice. I'll be I'd be interested to look at it a little bit more, but just because people do something doesn't mean it's the right call all the time. I'll, I'll say that. I don't think yes, I've I don't think yes, gonna have ever disagreed on something like this. Hmm. Sometimes people are like, "Do you guys hate each other?" <laughs> and right now I'm like, I don't know. Do we? I don't know. Are Has we okay? can cause a divide in the fan? Yiska, do we need to like hug? No. Okay. Um so it's identical, but not for the entire <laughs> You're both still so hung up on this stupid vandal. No, AK like we're, we're we're basically <laughs> It doesn't matter. Who cares? No no no, it, it matters towards Stim Beacon being a good ability or not, right? Oh, so you're saying Stim Beacon doesn't change the spray pattern. So it what? Okay, quicker, let's right? let's step back. What what are what are you trying to say? What are you saying with the info that you just got? So if people are already perfecting uh, spray patterns because they've they had twelve thousand hours of CSGO aim. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a fundamental of these type of games, even like then, Rainbow Six. Then having learned spray patterns for twelve thousand hours and then sure. having to alter it. Mm-hmm. In order to shoot with script, uh, Stim Beacon, mm-hmm. will fuck up your muscle memory and will 
probably, especially in transitions and whatnot, mess with your aim. And it's also like, I feel like the cognitive switch of saying, oh yeah, there's, there's um, a stim beacon on me. I need to like switch you my have to aim stuff. Yeah, you have to switch it. Is, it's, it's a very difficult ability to find use with. I would agree with that. Uh, you, just, yeah. you just think that gamers are f***ing idiots. <laughs> like they're good at these games. They're good at just like Viper. Hey, they're in my cloud. I can go for a body shot rather than a headshot. Like, I don't know. I don't think that it's that. I don't think that there's just this like primal instinct that overrides these players who spend thousands of hours analyzing a spray pattern, but can't like decide if I'm in, am I in a stim beacon or not? Yeah, I think I that's know. exactly does, what's happening. Yeah, I, I don't it's know. It's almost gonna... unarguable for me, if I'm being honest. It is. I think it given enough time, you can, players can find, you know, consistent use with it. But I think, yeah, where we're at right now and even going into the future, I don't know that it's necessarily worth it. It, it feels like very much like a dead ability, whereas a lot of a lot of abilities in the game at least have some use. I agree with and like the bang, bad. the the uh, wall bang aspect. Sure, you can kind of just like if you want to catch someone and then like have the wall bang just like splatter someone through that. You're not going to for accuracy there anyway. Yeah, because like you don't know so, what the exact angle is. It's just volume. So, so that what, that could work. How what does sure. it look like then for if steam beacon steam beacon doesn't change? What sort of empirical evidence? do you need in order to be like, oh yeah, Stim Beacon is actually good? Because um, it's not the, the amount of times being used. It's not the, the buying priority. No. Probably like how it impacts win rates of duels against people. Then again, it's like... I don't know if it's a dual like, I don't know if it's dual tool. What is it for? No, like even, not, even if it's not duels, but like... Like a 1v1? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, every, every if you're not 1v1-ing, you're playing the game fundamentally dis, uh, incorrectly. I, and again, I think we're, we're, we're throwing around jargon that, that maybe we're, we're not communicating on. A duel um, would just be, you know, peeking a corner. If you're coming out of bathrooms and I'm holding a boxes on bind, mm -hmm. we're mm -hmm. in a duel. We've locked into a duel, and one of us mm -hmm. is going to win that duel. The question mm -hmm. is, is how much stim beacon is really affecting that duel? Is it yeah. impacting it one way or the other? Is it negatively impacting or is it positively? I'll tell you, if, measure it, that. if it puts a bullet more into my spray pattern, then it's nuts. Because then it actually actively um, doesn't screw with my, with my muscle memory and it d just does more damage. Sure. If well, it just does more damage. Accuracy. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone in Bye. chat know? So I believe spray pattern is same. Speed is increased, which by your definition would change the spray pattern. Well, I yeah. mean, if the spray pattern doesn't change, it changes the muscle memory, but right. So on, by his, on how quickly it doesn't right. change the spray pattern though. The spray pattern this stays the take, same. It would take two seconds to test. You're right. Yeah. But we're also on a podcast. It's true. We don't have time. to. <laughs> All right. Anyways, All right, no. But Brimstone comes in at fourth, I think. Um, yeah. Yes, good. Did you? 
Way in? Yeah. Mm, I would say Breach. Really? Yeah. With how busted that kid is, you're going to say Breach? Breach is my third. Breach is my first. You're dumb. What? You're not okay, dumb. That you're, is no, not you're not dumb. No, that's not no, right. I think Breach is insane. That's not the right one. That's nuts. Nah. Okay. I'm going to say probably something that you don't expect me to say, but uh, it's... Nah, I think I think I think any of these. I I don't think I'd be mad at any placing of these heroes. It's just arguing that, yeah, somebody should be better or worse. That's all. Um, I actually start to like Molly a lot, simply because it's so preemable and yeah. like pixely, where you can clean out pretty dangerous ang angles on some of the maps. Um, and yeah, the I mean the smokes are nuts, of course. Yeah. Like the duration of them is uh, pretty Insane. good. Also, the the old you find more and more value with the old simply because like a lot of this depends on the map of of course too. But like so many areas, if you just look at it, it's like the perfect like cookie cut of like mm -hmm. a room that someone is not going to get out of if yep. you hit the old. And maybe people will start avoiding these rooms once they realize, okay, Brim is old, we can't be here. Um, mm. but that in itself would force very inorganic behaviors. So I'm yeah. thinking, for instance, let's say you're, um, you're holding split mid and you're on stairs. So from the defender's point, right side, not the, mm -hmm. not yeah, the yeah. ropes. If you get ulted on stairs while being on the corner, you, you have two options. Either you peek into mid or you, or you, you die. die or you die by going back. Because there's yeah. not, not enough time for you to exit. Mm -hmm. And either option, because like if once they have mid control, it's it's basically uh, or like they just they peek the the room there and save it with smokes. That is almost a sure death death sentence, and at best you can trade. Um, so these types of scenarios are like these these short kills where it's like you yeah. saw this guy there, he's dead. I think that is going to um, happen more and more. Also, because people know, okay, he can only peek us, so let's pre-fire. I mean, if he comes through the angle, he's already then boned. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think his ult is actually huge in gameplay, in playmaking. And um, I, I kind of want to see, like, of course, Breach is also pretty nuts. Um, I'm still unsure about the importance of um, being a man up overall because I'm interested like if you look at Baroy's um, stats when, mm -hmm. when someone uses an ult sure. it is like the ult stats I thought Resurrection would be, be uh, better than it is it's the third best ultimate in the game I thought it would be the best ultimate yeah, no. What? Really? Yeah. Simply because you, you need a body. And what are those bodies? What did they just do? They just died, which tells us what? That somebody's probably yeah, holding that. that angle. I mean, so if you can res them, somebody's probably holding the an angle and they just die. You again. don't have to res instantly, right? Like, no, obviously and, not. But the, the odds on is that somebody's in the area because obviously they just died. Sure. So that means there's a chance, I'd say a, a relatively high chance, I'm not going to throw around napkin math numbers, but that somebody's probably holding that angle, so you're either baiting then your you team. Don't res. 
I feel like because it's so selective and you can just go, oh, we have a chance to win this round. Let's make it unfair. So we definitely win, win this round. This is when, when you use resurrection, right? I don't think it's a definite, though. The amount of 2v1s and the amount of 1v2s that I've seen completely flip-flopped or it's not guaranteed either way. And I think that's why TX, when I'm in the 2v1, I'm making a 3v1 every time. I'm sure. I think that definitely helps. But I think even like it, it doesn't assure you much. If it's a 2v1 and you make it a 3v1, okay, well, you already had an advantage. But if you're on a 1v1 and you make it a 2v1, it doesn't necessarily assure you much of anything. And that's that's why I want to see like win rates of 3v1s, 2v1s, like how the clutches lie. Because in CS, like people think clutches happen often. They really, 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 no. really, really don't. Yeah. And that that is, I thought, that way. And, and of course, like the ultimate is still not bad. It's like 57% yeah, of the time when you use it, you win the round. Best, that is, no. Like that's a pretty big um, pretty upgrade. But for instance, run it back being better than this uh, Phoenix ult. I also that is love kind of nuts to me. I'm also interested in exactly what he's measuring though. Like where is he pulling the data from? Because if it's ladder, sure. I can definitely understand that. Yeah. If it's pro play, again, Phoenix doesn't even get picked. So, or you know, pro play. It's also keep in mind, resurrection puts a body on the map that might pull an ult on the map. Sure. I agree. For that respective. So, like, depending on who you res, mm -hmm. that value also goes up tremendously, right? Like, yep. if I res someone, a, a cypher, and he ults. 2v2, yeah, situation, and he ults. That's a sure. That is such a big uh, yeah. advantage I have, right? It's an expensive so, advantage. Yeah. You use two ults, but if it's an important round, let's say going into the half or, you know, putting it at match point probably worth it the other thing is and the amount of uses we also would have to see because i feel like neural theft is super high impact but it's hard to use and that's why yeah. it gets used less often um whereas run back you can just like int basically almost yeah. in every situation um and like it's it this is th that's the hard part where i'm like okay we got to see um what the what the rest of the stats say to make sense of this all um mm. because i think for instance like some ultimates have six points some require seven um does that mean resurrection is used more frequently than other yeah. ultimates and if so how much more and then we have a scenario where you could say yeah the ultimate for instance for um for sage might not be as powerful by win rate, but it makes more rounds have plus seven percent win rate than neural net. Who let's say you you get five ultimates per game or four, mm -hmm. but you only get two neural nets. Then right. the value of the um, of the sage ult is arguably more valuable to you to your team in terms of like who you're picking. Then, sure. So, right. where are you putting Sage? Um, that we we just simply talked about old values, and mm, okay. um, I was just confused. Just it yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of transitioned off of Brimstone's alt, mm. and then we're talking about Sage's. Yeah. So, I and mean, so, yeah, Orbital so, Stack is pretty pretty good, but more middling than anything yeah, yeah. else. I mean, it's I think it's a tool rather than I, yeah. I think that's where I wanted to disagree. I don't think it's it's necessarily a playmate. It's not a playmaker. But it will set you up for really, really tough decisions for the enemy to make. Um, 
I, I, I waffle on the idea of like, because Brimstone has alt, I can't go hookah, right? Like on attack. Like if the defending Brimstone has alt, I'm not, al- I'm not allowed to go hookah because of how often, how enclosed it's like kind of trapped, right? There, there could be a cyber cage there. There could be a, a tripwire. There could be a sage slow orb. It's tough to, it's tough to kind of advance through that. And if I'm spotted trying to advance through that, I just get ulted and that's assured. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to be the norm or if that it's ever going to be the norm. That'd be kind of interesting to see. Mm. Um, if there's going to be like a, a shift, you know, a year or two years down the line of like how people play the round based on alts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we'll get to Sage chat. Um, have we're already, there, we're already way over on as time, everybody. so we gotta yeah <laughs> we gotta wrap yeah, it yeah. up brim brim is good i think he's just uh less good okay so you would go uh brim and then breach right no i did breach uh you i think said... breach is the best hero in the game oh yeah sorry so you're wrong um <laughs> so yeah. who's your we'll third see. then joe uh mine's cypher Cypher's my um, second. Cypher's the best I, I, I got, I think. in the game. No. And uh, no. Like, no. If, if we... Okay. We have to differentiate uh, how sweaty and how scummy are you? Because if we are using tryhard camps, it's not even an argument who the best agent in the game is. Where you're bugging uh, like, you know, the, the uh, view boxes... Yeah, and you yeah. can see like the ridiculous. You can see angles. over the walls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. if they, you're using that, it's it's not close. I think. Um, okay. We'll see. The ability to shut down a site single-handedly is nuts. Oh, yeah, and shutting. Well, what do you mean by shutting stage, down a site? In terms of like, if you want to have a, if you need only one player to control a site, hundred percent. I agree. Then age like. There's Cyber no better control. So control a site or to recon a site for somebody else to come and help. Very, they're different. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think just like gain info because I think Sage very, very holds safe a site, with it. Yes, like physically holds a site. Yeah, yeah, better than Cipher does. But if you're like, yeah, yeah. you know, you're on Haven, right? You got yeah. Cipher C Long. You have Sage. Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. uh, or breach C C short, and then mm-hmm. you know you're you're able to see down C long fast enough to get another teammate over there. Hey, they're coming here. It means that you're able to put two and two on a site or three and one mm-hmm. on a site, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It allows you to send resources elsewhere, but he's actually not like stalling that site. the The stalling is I see them coming, and I'm communicating that they're coming. Like you, you yeah, have definitely. you have you have trap right. You have uh whatever the the, the trip mine tripwire cyber cage. Yeah, you've got ways to like hold on a little bit and delay. And and I don't doubt that that's important. That's why he's my second. But yeah, I think also now his value of being an attack hero sort of starts to make sense to me. Starting increase. It's like you are never getting lurked with this guy. You always. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say never. Like, think of uh, very, very, very rarely. Yeah, 
I still think you can lurk and I still think people do lurk just because you pick Cypher doesn't mean I stop lurking. It means it's harder. So you can still go through Haven and push B. It's just a gamble on if I trapped B or C. Sure. Sometimes I guess wrong and sometimes a lurk still gets through. If you're playing a two site map like split or bind, there's still ways for people to traverse the map that sometimes you just don't trap the right way. But it's so f- it definitely puts a, a hinder to it, but it, I wouldn't say it just eliminates it, though. Just yeah. to create the clarification. Um, like I'm thinking, for instance, um, let's see. I write in this like, yeah, for instance, you're playing Haven okay. and like you can just shut down. You put one in lobby. Okay. Sure. sure. You put one like dragon, you know, like the, the sea long type of thing like in that door okay or like sure. maybe you know like in square like with the with the boxes like it, before mid uh-huh. you put a, a wire there and then you can just turbo push mid without ever being threatened of like any of the wide flanks either coming from a or c sure. be it from lower be it from long a mm-hmm. be it from c and you yep. can solely focus on uh, doors and mid mm-hmm. and because payas virtually can't not give you info i think by pushing up you're you're in a weird way giving up that that space behind you to where if i if if and again reaching hypothetical here if i was to push all the way through long a wrap around into ct or, or at least t spawn and look up mid if i'm understanding like if if i'm kind of playing out the map correctly yeah. in my head i can still see the sight line without having to interact with the trap mm, if you put it in lobby you can't right like you can only see like you can't uh, it's like before window a- entrance right like okay how do i okay you yeah, know it's... where the the spawn door <laughs> is right like if uh-huh. you want to go a yeah there's like the uh the the spawn like aura like shroud barrier barrier Barrier. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So directly in that door, you mm-hmm. put the, the thing in. You put How one does anyone attack right. you from? Yeah. How does You're, anyone get? You can't. You have to interact with that. Yes. And the angle also is that they can't peek mid through that. No, they definitely can't. So, so that shuts down all flanks from there. Okay. For C, like you can maybe... I call it dragon. It's like where the, where the, the orb is, like the sure. end of C, yeah. um, in that that window, uh, in that thing. Okay. And then you are safe from from all angle flanks. You only have to look at. So then you can concentrate on doors and middle. You only mm-hmm. have, like with five players. You only have to concentrate on that. Think of how often someone turbo pushes from A. Oh, every time. Right. Those are the and, that, that'd be the default way to do it, 100%. And that's like that is completely shut down by Cypher. And I think honestly, there has to be something where if you see the wire and you shoot it, uh, even that doesn't work. Like you're always going to make it tell because the gun makes a sound. Maybe you can knife it and knife it. but it even then again, the map. If 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 you're good enough and I think there are players good enough, we've we've talked about them and seen them you see the trap being removed and it'll probably tell you that your trap's yeah, yeah. being removed. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it shouldn't tell you. But it's going to, regardless. It'll just disappear off the map. 
You see it, but and now it's gone. you hover it over the map. Like you, if someone knifes it, the the trap tells the player, "I'm still here. I'm still here," but it isn't here. You understand? Uh... And you make the knife silent or something. I don't know. Because Chat, like the way it is, the the tells you're given through these abilities is nuts. Yeah, totally. So I saw, again, Omen Cypher can get past it. That is a what a German special. thing. Information for all, like just that information <laughs> over everything. I get it. I appreciate the I, hell out I of it. I think Cipher's good, but I, I think, think Cipher's good. Yeah, I think he's I think second, and and Breach is not better. Sage is number one. Breach is definitely better. Sage is number Breach one is easily. There's no way. There's no way in. <sighs> In competitive queue, she's number one. In pick rates yeah, in tournaments, she's that. number one. And I don't like, hate any of them. To be fair. She she holds down a site on her own. She's got um, which she which can. is just insane. Her her barrier is insane. The timing Trudge. on her slows is insane. Even post nerf, imagine yep, it yeah. pre nerf. Yeah. And then on top of that, you get you get a res. And yeah. uh, like because she's so her kit is so conducive to. Uh, playing behind somebody else. Yeah. Um, the ability to use those abilities and to also kill trade is so much higher on, on Sage than any other hero. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like, I just don't, I don't see a world in which she's not number one. Um, Heal is also very good. Like, mm -hmm. in so many situations, especially if someone just, like, dumps, like, gets dumped on by a race nade, but barely survives. Like I'm yeah, thinking of pistol heal. rounds, yeah. so good. I didn't even like. So I didn't even good. mention the heals because I'm a bot. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got the heal. Heal yourself. Heal your teammate. What an amazing yeah. thing! Like in Dogamer, I played it. I played a lot of breach. Like I love breach, and like I see chat. I know Joe. You love breach. I've played him, and I'm like, dang, raise is good. Uh, yeah. raise is good, or not raise? Uh, sage. Sage, sage yeah. is good. I think sage is definitely. Uh, unhealthy, and I think that's why I value her less. I think she's going to get good, 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 sure. good. Sure, she's going to get I guess if that's a criteria of anticipating future nerfs, then I need to change and buffs, then I need to change a lot of my rankings. But I think it's I think it's so obvious that it's probably on its way, and that's why I'm hesitant to even like really start to value her. I really don't value heal all that much. I think. On ladder for for ladder play, it's great, but then you run into somebody like Scream, who just shoots you in the face, and you die. Doesn't doesn't matter if you had ten HP, hundred HP, hundred fifty HP, you're dead. I think. Yeah, but the chances of that little, happening four times in a round, so you can never use it. I mean, well, what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter if you did use it because it's one fifty regardless. I mean, yeah, I sure. I think it's I think it has applications. I just don't know that it's a, an ability that's going to affect the highest tiers of play. I think slow orbs great. I think walls busted. And I agree. I, I that's fine. Yeah. That's, okay. that's where I go. Great hero. Not my theoretic best. I think breach is insane, needs to be changed, is unhealthy for the game, and people don't know it yet. That's where I stand on it. I think mm. I think Sage is is quickly becoming that poster child of we can't have you know May and Mercy he can't tied heal. the same hero. He can't hold like he can he hold can a point, but he walls. can't. He can flash through walls, but way shorter done. than any of the other flashes. The 
the it's way shorter than a phoenix flash are you talking about like duration yeah or range i i don't think duration matters i think it does uh yeah. for which ability specifically uh breaches oh, breaches sorry. flash versus flash. Phoenix's flash yeah yeah it's it, as long as it's as long as it's within the time of a duel, it's like not, if it's, I could, it's fast, man. I mean, sure. It's it's you just, it's and you kill them. They're it's dead. Really difficult to get into a position yeah. where you can flash through a wall and get through the wall and shoot by the time that the flash is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self flashing is way way harder than for instance. I'm not saying he's easy to use. I'm saying he is the best hero theoretically. He's my my no. best hero. You give him to the best player. You give him to Hiko, you give him to anybody, you know, top tier that's great at breach with a good team behind him. He's going to hard carry a game 100% of the time. I think, I think his C ability is, is more broken than, than his flash. His C? His, the, uh, the, the, where he, he the line, damages, the, line? Th the damages through the, th not the fault line, the boom, 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 the, uh -oh. mm. I think that ability is trash. Oh Sorry. man, it's so good. I think it's completely useless. It, 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 it hits so hard. And it's so sure. it's so good on so many points on defense. It's almost like having a wall. Yeah, I don't. I think he's. I think that ability out of all of them is the most useless. I think if if they were to change anything, I think they I'd, I'd like them to shift power away from his other two abilities and give it to that ability. I think it's that bad. Nah, it's. I uh, think fault line being able to stun through walls. People don't realize that the. People don't realize that how much damage and how large the co the cone of damage is. I mean, on, and on you get so ability. much time to get out of that damn ability, though. It's, Come on, it's you just got to know the angles better. You got grandpa reactions here. You're hit uh, by that. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, like it it's not. It's that something blows. that we gets it gets used a ton for something that sucks. I'm not saying it's not getting used. I'm saying it's not useful. I don't know, man. Like. I guess this is I'd where I leave it to the pros game. to determine. I'd rather have a smoke. Hmm. Having something that's just like, here's the wind up and I'm coming. Oh, I missed. It doesn't even like deny nah, space. I mean, it just, it ends up being a wall. <laughs> I think it's useless. Oh, all right. I look at fault line. We we can agree to disagree on that ability. We Speaking all agree of that fault useless, line. Can we just all agree that this like whole topic was actually pretty useless? <laughs> like, I, 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 like, I love talking I about like it. I love talking about it. I feel like Yiska and I need a heart to heart after, but <laughs> like, I love talking about it, but I'm like, at the end of the day, in two weeks in beta, it's going to be changed anyway. Like, remember when we Maybe. said blank? Oh yeah, I mean we're definitely gonna have those discussions. But breaches, breaches, insane. Buy stocks now. You'll be thanking me later. I think, I I think mean, breach is very top four, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, I I like breach I, more I, than I cipher. No I like breach more than cipher. I would rather it be sage breach cipher. I just can't deny the amount of information it gives. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I just think it's not as impactful as other abilities. I think it's very useful. I yeah, I I go breach brim sage cipher. Yeah, I say I go, brim cipher sage breach. I go brim breach cipher sage. <laughs> Guys are sleeping on the pony, the ponytail. 
I like it. Again, that's my, that's my, it's my favorite hero to play. As it should be. It's a ton of fun. I think a lot of things, something too with like Breach is a lot of people like shoot his flashes like straight forward rather than up as high Mm -hmm. as you can go. Like there's some underutilized utility, but by the time that you flash up and then flick down and walk forward and stuff like the, the flash is just about dead. So as long as your player is good and knows where you're coming from, the flash is gone and you, you basically are, you flash them enough to see them walk around the corner and bam, they're dead anyway. So I don't mm-hmm. know. it's, it's tight. It's tight. Okay. We're done chat. We went way long here. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Hope you had a ton of fun. Um, Ooh, I didn't think that this would be the, I, I figured tactical crowd should be the heated podcast where we all disagree. Huh. And no, on that one, no. we're like kind of on the same page and on this one. We're like, Nice. No, new. That's just where the arguments are. Loser. Loser. Idiot. No, it's not. You know, you know, Good point. No, 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 no. Cypher's traps get avoided a lot. There's definitely ways to get over them. I just think that the heroes that. I also think that's just a, that's just a learning curve of like knowing where to put like sight. Naturally, you think a tripwire and then all of a sudden you put it at ankle height. <laughs> Yes, like, and then boom bots trigger them. Yeah, no, you put it you put it at chest, like a little bit above chest height. Right yeah, here is yeah. where you put it. Wow. You can't crouch and you can't jump. Mm. So you have to use mm. an ability to do it. Have you they seen the hookah? The hookah uh like because in front of hookah or like you know what hookah is, right? Like which part of the map? If you put it outside the window where you jump down, there's like a little hill and you can like crisscross the the beams yeah. and when someone jumps through them they get like caught get in the air back. and like pulled back and it looks hilarious and it's not even that hard to apply like of course like in the setup phase you have Do a, you a lot use of time both though like that even that's, just one is like, is already pretty pretty good obnoxious. just because like if you also, jump out you're going to get caught in that i think one is just good enough like like yes, yeah that's really 100%. funny and like that makes for a great youtube clip mhm how useful like, is it? Probably. You already have somebody in hookah. You're you're turning the corner at that point. And you're ready to go. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, I will say that hints at an, a bigger discussion, which we can have another time about map design, because I'm getting tired of this map design already. Bad. Big thumbs down for me. I feel like I'm playing Goldeneye. Like all the just these like these ton like tunnel after tunnel after tunnel after tunnel after tunnel. Like I'm in a hallway. I'm in constant hallways. Ooh, maybe we disagree then. Because really? I think it's too cornery. I don't think there's enough tunnels. Well, no, no. So I guess I should say this. Like, yeah, there's there's too many angles and checks and, and like, it's like yeah. tunnel box, box, box. Like, there's just too many angles to, to check and peek. And I think okay. the way that the hallways are set up, not that I'm against hallways necessarily. I think sure, it's a little bit Please. weird, but like the way that it's set up is that the hallways even have corners to check. And not just like the way that you're turning, <laughs> like does that make sense? Like think of a short. Yeah, yeah. Think of think you're going yeah. a short, right? So you have to check your your and you're attacking. So you have to check immediately to your right, behind the boxes, and then once you go through the doorway, there's you have to check left and right again before you can get up to spawn. It's like six mm-hmm. different. It's just I know nothing about CS:GO, and even I know that that's mm-hmm. like. 
That's a Too lot much. of angles. That that's a lot. On of top of that, angles. To and again, I don't know if necessarily we want to get super in deep into it, but the the gimmicks for each map feel more of bothersome than they're worth. Mm, like the the wires or the stupid zip lines. The teleporter yeah, so feels so gimmicky. The yeah. three bomb site I thought was interesting at first. Now I I just think that people are just going to to just get way too good at T at, by by T I mean attacking and they're just going to steamroll that map and it's yep. going to be really boring to watch um it's, it's... we'll have to see what this fourth map looks like obviously we we have like the 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 layout from the the mini map but i don't know guys this might not be it plus there's like parts on the map where you just can't traverse normally which just automatically puts you at like a disadvantage for duels where it's like okay hookah how do you get out of hookah you have to jump yeah is that something you ever want to do? No. Yeah. Yeah. I f- I Even feel going like- up and down in the zip lines, it 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 blooms your your. Oh my god! I hate it so much. I hate it so much that like it's not even just the zip lines. It's also this this weird pit of awful <laughs> where when someone is heaven on um, uh, I think the the no, uh, on yeah on a side with, with the zip lines, of course, like yeah. yeah. If you're in that pit with the zip lines and you're trying to get to uh, a side, your one way it's a one way yeah. because they see your feet before they can see up top on on the ropes, right? Like if you're holding that, and that's so awful. Like it's almost a guaranteed free kill if uh, if someone comes through there. And then the zip lines themselves, like the fact that they make sounds. The I mean, you can clunky they are. They're very clunky. Sure. This, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just a really clunky, and there's just some things like I think we're a little bit spoiled, in which I will say, like Overwatch has some like the best fluidity of like movements and abilities. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, Joe, are I, you kidding me I, right I now? I mean, you're qualifying for the, it for the amount of well. movement abilities that I, you have. I would stick on maps though. And I would disagree very heavily on maps with the, the characters and their abilities I mean, to move no around. There's no zip lines I on maps and, and any of those gimmicks kind of thing. It's just like elevators. Do you, do you have stairs or not? And you have, yeah, elevators. Like, I, and, and that's where I was just like, are we talking pads, about? I think are still fine. Um, <laughs> like from a fluidity of use standpoint. Yes. Like I don't bug on them. I don't uh-huh. know. Like we could talk about how viable a v- elevator is in an FPS and being like tied yeah, to not. the timing of that, but yeah. I'm not like, oh, this elevator is hard to use. It's not responsive. It's just no. They chose to make I me mean, go up and down at a <laughs> certain pace, and I don't like that. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, uh, it, it's compared to that. There's still like a level of just like kind of jerkiness like i feel like i'm learning to drive a stick shift you know it's just kind of like uh, come on like come on jet up and over genji does this all day uh yeah you know so yeah yeah, right. yeah we're gonna get and out of here also sound sound design it's also something we can talk about because that's also tilting me off the planet yeah. at the moment i think uh, i think i've picked enough fights with both joe and yes <laughs> who knows if he'll be back next week again yeah. The, the thing is, sound design is your forte. I'm, I'm looking forward to what you have to say there because for me, sometimes I just can't tell, dude. I, I, got, I got so trolled today, like trying to hear where someone plans from heaven. 
uh, B-side. On Haven. On Haven. And I mean, it's just I like, oh yeah, he planted under me. I'm looking down and he just peeks me from long because he planted long. I'm just like, okay, this, this sounds so We I'm can talk about it later. I'm, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to sound design. It's different than making you guys <laughs> sound good. It's way different. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I think I'm just too bad at the game in general. All right, we got to get out of here, though. This is this is the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. hope you had a ton of fun. If you want to support the show, here's a few ways to do to do it. Number one, come join us Fridays at noon Pacific time at twitch.tv slash kicktripod. Subscribe to the channel there. Uh, you can do it for free with Twitch Prime. Otherwise, just subscribe in general. Uh, we really appreciate it. We got brand new emotes. They're really shiny and cool. People were using them a ton. Chat today it was really fun to see. Yes, good drinking out of a pitcher. Could not be... Uh, cartoonized uh, any better. Uh, True. Speaking of which, there it is. And kicked thirsties in the chat. Let's go. Um, so uh, that's a great way. Another great way to support the show is to subscribe to us on YouTube, bit.ly slash spike drop YT, or leave us an iTunes review. And that's also free to do at uh, on iTunes. Just search for spike drop, leave a five star iTunes review. If you leave a message, It'll show your name so we can thank you on the show. We have 13 five-star iTunes reviews, but only three people have left messages, so I can only see the names of three people oh, and I've already thanked well, them thank in the you. past. Um, but we are definitely the most reviewed Valorant podcast on iTunes, so uh, thank you a ton um, for doing that. We appreciate you guys a ton. Thank you. And um, other than that, uh, that's kind of it. Follow us on Twitter at SpikeDrop. Yiska, shout-outs for the weekend. Where can people find you? As always, at GG Recon. Um, it's probably unlikely that I'm going to give uh, Valorant some love this weekend, but uh, definitely next week I'll have some Valorant pieces here and there. I want to definitely watch more tournaments, keep up more with that. There's also a lot of Overwatch being played, so we'll see mm. if there's a great tournament on with like great teams. We'll... We'll definitely look into that, and then I gotta figure out where the where the juicy bots are, so I can really l focus my time on the on the good games instead of just like, you know, watching volumes. And mm. uh, yeah, get get a better idea of who's good, who's not, what works, what doesn't, that type of stuff. Cool, uh, Joe. What about you? You can find me on all the socials at Volamel. That's V O L A M E L. This week, we've got a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of Valorant. Next week, similar docket, a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of Valorant. Um, Going to be another review of a specific team. Won't spoil exactly who that is, but very exciting. Very um, anticipated team. Excited to kind of dive in a little bit more later today. And uh, Overwatch for this week. Uh, Going to be talking about a team that uh, kind of deserves it. Valiant's been been quite the workhorse of this league, and they deserve uh, some credit. We need to start putting some respect on their name because they 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 can't be counted out. So uh, be be on the lookout for that at ggrecon.com. All right. As for me, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod. Um, Katie finally gave me the permission to pull the trigger on. I'm finally doing my like brand redesign stuff for my personal stream, getting like an actual nice. logo done because there's something just like when you do your own graphic design, you never get to appreciate it. Mm. You never do. And like for the shows, it's fine. But for like my own stuff, I'm like, it drives me nuts. I don't know how people perceive me. I don't know what blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know all that. So I want somebody else to do it. Who's good at it. And so I found somebody 
uh, who is going to do that, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, not mean, <laughs> Katie. Not not mean, old Katie. Like just that you. Uh, just uh, thanks for supporting me in that. Oof, was that awkward? That might have been awkward. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Woo! We're out of here. Mean old Katie in the chat. Subscribe, Katie. Jeez. <laughs> Why don't you subscribe to the channel? Why don't you subscribe? We'll be right back. See you guys next time.